count chonculitis. So that's tough. Why did you write that down, Jim? Is it because you know I love chonchocula? Hit me. Life is starting this time, Welcome everyone to episode 1.09er of the Commissioner Kellen podcast. We are back for another weekly preview. Yeah, just the commission today. Nobody reached out to me asking to be on this time and time was pretty tight this week. So I wanted to just jump on here and rip through this to get the weekly preview pod out there for you guys. Heads up, it might be the same case next week. If someone is just dying to be on, though, let me know. I will make it happen. Tonight's agenda, we're going to start with the guillotine league. We will, well, I will discuss uh, my favorite and least favorite free agency pickups from this week. We had an execution this week, so um, naturally it was a big spending week for uh, all of Brendan's now, well, formerly free agents, I guess. Uh, A lot of those guys were uh, auctioned off to uh, new teams. And I'll go team by team, and I'll identify each team's most critical piece to survival this week. Same thing we've done in the past. Uh, I'll give my guess for the guillotine's next victim, and then we'll go over the survey results. We'll see if the survey and if the rest of the league agreed with what uh, what I have to say. Then we'll go to the auction league. I'll give, uh, again, there my favorite and least favorite free agency pickups. Then I'll break down the matchups and pick some winners. I will highlight my game of the week and my upset pick. Same with the keeper. Go over free agency there, uh, and then I'll break down the matchups and pick winners, and of course, do the game of the week and the upset pick there as well. That is it, though. Let's get it. All right, Guillotine League. Let's start it off with free agency. My favorite free agency pickup of this past week. I'm looking right at the top of the list. The most expensive player this week was Debo Samuel to Joe for $388. I think this is a bargain. Debo Samuel had a breakout year last year. He was elite. The question this year was how will Debo do with Trey Lance throwing him the ball now? Well, Trey Lance is dead, so that question has been answered. We're right back to where we left off last year. Jimmy Garoppolo is back dishing Debo Samuel all day. The volume's going to be there. Joe gets this guy for less than 40% of his budget. Uh, that's a steal, in my opinion. Um, I'm a little sick to my stomach. I had a bid in for $202. I got outbid by $166. Bucks. Uh, Jimmy was in between Joe and I. Uh, he was second for this bid with $222. I wish I would have ponied up and paid up. Joe, I think, got a hell of a player here. I love what Joe's doing with his team overall, too. Let me go to his team real quick. This caught my eye earlier. Where's your team, Joe? Getting swifty with it. Here we go. So he's got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. He's set. He's got future Super Bowl champion DeAndre Swift. He's got Antonio Gibson, who's off to a hot start. Steph Diggs looks uncoverable. And now he adds Debo Samuel to that group. 
you know, gets a little weaker, his roster does a little bit after that with Juju, Pat Fryermuth at tight end, Travis Etienne, Brandon Cooks. But holy shit, the core of that team is rock solid. Joe got a steal here. Um, I think it was a great move by him. That is my favorite pickup of the week. My least favorite, though, I'm going right back to Joe. His pickup of a kicker, Evan McPherson for 30 bucks. Joe, what the hell is that? The next highest and only other bid for McPherson was $3 by Ricky. What an absolute waste of fab, Joe. That is terrible. Uh, thankfully, you had Debo to bail you out a little bit this week. But, uh, man, that one is ugly. That is so ugly. All right, that's it for free agency. Let's go team by team here. Uh, I'm going to start with my team. Uh, I always do work my way down here. Um, so currently I have Justin Herbert as my starting quarterback. I think that's probably going to be a pivot. Um, if I, uh, I'm going to have to clean up. I got some IR violations right now, so I'm unable to change my lineup. Thanks, sleeper. But um, I'm probably going to pivot to Derek Carr this week. So we'll have a nice little Derek Carr, Devontae Adams stack. Um, I just don't trust Justin Herbert right now with the ribs. Um, but not, trust, not trusting Justin Herbert means I am now trusting Derek Carr. If that's not enough to scare you, I don't know what is. Um, go Raiders, go, because I will be starting Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, all from the same offense. This is what burned Brendan last week. Thank, uh, hopefully, you know, if I have a down week, I have another week to uh, figure something out with this being our first two-week execution period. Um, so I'm going to get a little risky here. I'm just going to hope for an offensive explosion from the Raiders. Uh, we'll see what happens, but that is my kind of critical piece there. I need the Raiders to go off at Tennessee Titans, uh, and the Titans are fighting for their life uh, right now. So that is a little scary. I just don't know what else to do. I didn't get any big wins in free agency. Um, no one else is really available right now that can really help my team, so this kind of is what it is. I'm going to cross my fingers and uh, run like hell away from the guillotine. Moving on now to Singer's team. He's got Jalen Hurts at quarterback. That is just rock solid. Uh, Javante Williams at running back. Michael Carter at running back. Justin Jefferson, wide receiver. T. Higgins. Deontay Johnson playing now. Off to a somewhat slow start. 1.8 parts. Ooh, look at Nick. 1.8 points. Nick Chubb ripped off a run. Uh, TJ Hawkinson at tight end for Singer. Raheem Mostert, C. Lamb, Yonghoku. Um... Man, nothing's really jumping out here for, for Singer, for things to be concerned about. Um, I guess for me, it might just be that running back core. Um, kind of the running backs everywhere. I mean, we all. I, I feel like the fantasy community as a whole is just ready for Javante Williams to eat and be the guy, but it just doesn't happen. And the Broncos defense, or I'm sorry, Broncos offense, just not impressive so far. What a flop so far. So you combine Javante with Michael Carter, who... I don't know whether I call him the backup or Brees Hall. I don't know, but there's a lot of mouths to feed in that New York Jets offense with Joe Flacco under center. Uh, it's kind of a weird scene right now in New York. And then other running backs on his lineup, Raheem Mostert, who had a good week last week, but he's got him in the flex. Is he really trusting him? So I'm looking at all the running backs in the starting lineup, and I could see them all not having good weeks. Um, you know, it's... The formula is there. You know, Jalen Hurts, I think he's pretty safe. Um, Justin Jefferson against the Lions, that's a smash play. T. Higgins against the Jets, smash play. But those running backs could really bring Singer down if uh, 
If I was Singer, that is what would concern me going into this execution period. Next up, we got Tommy. He's got Kyler at quarterback. He's kind of a wild card. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, it's as safe as he can get at running back right now. James Robinson. He's got Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith, Jahan Dotson. Solid wide receiver core. He's got Mark Andrews at tight end and the flex Cordero Patterson and Drake London. Okay, we are back after some minor technical difficulties here. Um, so back to Tommy's team. I just read through his roster a little bit. Um, what concerns me about Tommy's team? Uh, I'm just going to call this category young wide receivers. Um, Tyreek, I feel like, has a pretty high floor. Um, saw an explosion last week, but I'm looking at the other guys. Devontae Smith, second-year wide receiver. We've seen his down weeks. Uh, they are very ugly. He has a very low floor. He got zero in week one, zero points. Jahan Dotson, he's been solid so far, but he's a rookie. The down weeks are coming. Same thing with Drake London, who he's got in the flex. Two rookie wide receivers that um, have done well so far, very well. Uh, but the down week's coming. Tommy just has to hope they don't both come in the same week or the same execution period. That is what I would worry about if I was Tommy. Next team, Eric. Pussy crew. Uh, all right, he's got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. CMC uh, at running back. Najee Harris at running back, who's off to a 2.8 point start. Uh, then at wide receiver, he's got A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Christian Kirk, tight end Irv Smith. Then in the flex spots, he's got Leonard Fournette and Curtis Samuel. Eric, your team is looking strong, man. Um, you know, Najee's off to an okay start, but, you know, he's not setting the world on fire. It's kind of hard to with that O-line. Where am I going here? I mean, the tight end play for Eric. Eric, your team's strong, man. This is hard. I'm going to say Irv Smith uh, against the Lions. It's a pretty good matchup on paper. Um, but that Vikings offense struggled as a whole last week. Irv Smith still came away with some points. Um but after Justin Jefferson's down week last week, they're going to be looking to feed him, get him going again. Should be a hell of a battle this week with him and, and Jeff Okuda. I hope it's a battle anyway, but uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see what old Captain Kirk can, uh, <laughs> White Deck Prescott can do um, against Lions defense. That should be a really good game. Lions hopes are high. But, um, Eric, it's hard to find a hole on your team. So I'll go with Irv Smith there. Next team, Matt Huge Hawks. Josh Allen at quarterback, Kareem Hunt, and Chase Edmonds at running back. At wide receiver, Jamar Chase, Mike Williams, Marquise Brown. Tight end is Robert Tunyon. And the flex, bus, uh, flex spots, Marquez Valdez-Scanling and Donovan Peoples-Jones. What is scaring me here for Matt? It's definitely not quarterback. Josh Allen is a superstar. Um, Chase Edmonds is definitely a concern. He had a horrible horrible week last week only 4.6 points there's not really a trend here i'm just looking at kind of two weak roster spots robert tunyon the tight end spot that's not scary to anybody and then chase edmonds especially against buffalo's defense that could be just an atrocious performance for chase edmonds this week um and that buffalo offense is just going to be hard to keep up with how much Right, how much are the Dolphins really going to be running the ball? I would say <laughs> minimal would be my guess. So, uh, yeah, Edmonds is probably my biggest concern. Uh, honorable mention is Robert Tunyon, though, for sure.
On to Ricky's team, ill-tempered sea bass. Uh, right off the top, there's a concern. Aaron Rodgers um, has not been setting the world on fire. That's for sure. He had a better week last week against the Bears. He did put up 17, but it was a bit of a struggle. He's got a little bit of a team to play against this, uh, this week, though. He goes to Tampa Bay. That is an ugly matchup, one you just don't want to see uh, in a guillotine league for sure. The rest of his lineup, though, I mean, he's got Joe Mixon, steady, Nick Chubb, who uh, just ripped off a long run a couple of minutes ago. Uh, he's already at 5.4 points. Let's get some new music here. Um, then a wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, Amon Ra, the Sun God, St. Brown, Rashad Bateman. Uh, Rick is also looking fairly safe. He's got Zach Ertz, too, in the tight end spot, Jeff Wilson at the flex, and Devin Duvernay at the flex. So Rick just continues to ride this Devin Duvernay train uh, and doubles down at the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver spots. Uh, it's been working for him. They've been producing. He's been doing well. He hasn't even been in the conversation and getting executed so far. So, yeah, I would say my biggest concern for Rick is Aaron Rodgers. Um, can he play like he did last week, which was decent, 17 points, like I said, but uh, you want more from uh, the, the reigning two-time MVP. Um, I'm sure Rick expected more if he plays like he can. Rick is a force, but if he lays an egg like he did in week one, Rick is vulnerable. Well, next team would have been Brendan, uh, but we can go ahead and pass that. Uh, so on to Jimmy's team, Team Jimbo. So Jimmy currently has nobody as a starting quarterback. He had Trey Lance. That was an easy drop. Uh, so his options currently rostered are Jared Goff and Russell Wilson. Call me crazy. I would start Jared Goff. I think Jimmy does too. He's got, on paper, a good matchup against Minnesota. Russell Wilson, it's been a struggle. And, uh, and he plays San Fran. So far, third hardest uh, defense to play for quarterbacks in fantasy. So I'm going to think he goes with Jared Goff, which is a concern. Uh, nobody really feels good about sending Jared Goff out as the starting quarterback in a now 10-person league, uh, especially in a guillotine league. Um, I would say that's probably my biggest concern, but looking at the rest of the roster, he's got Clyde and Saquon at running back. Those guys seem just fine. Wide, rece wide receiver, I should say. Oh, there's a Najee touchdown. There we go. It's good for my dynasty league. Uh, wide receiver, Alan Lazard, DJ Moore, Jarvis Landry. Um, I like Lazard. I am a DJ Moore hater, and Jarvis scares me. He had a good week one. Uh, kind of disappeared a little bit last week, but it's against that Tampa Bay offense that I just mentioned um, that uh, Rick should worry about this week for Aaron Rodgers. It's a tough matchup. Maybe Jarvis can bounce back. He's got Dallas Goddard in the tight end spot. Uh, his flex positions are just sexy. David Montgomery hasn't done too much yet this year. He had a good week last week, but he gets the Houston Texans defense, which uh, he, Jimmy's licking his chops and plugging Montgomery into this flex spot right here. And then he's got a little guy named Derrick Henry in his other flex spot. So nothing to worry about there. You know, well, I'm Let's be real. There's something to worry about with Derrick Henry. Seven points in week one, eight and a half in week two. Slow start for Derrick Henry. Um, they got to be looking to get him on track, though. And the Vegas defense, who Derrick Henry plays, is 30th against running backs. So very, very good matchup this week for Derrick Henry to get back on track. But my top concern for Jimmy is uh, 
assuming Jared Goff. Maybe it's a bold prediction. Um, Jared Goff or whoever he plays at quarterback, that's who I'm worried about for Jimmy. All right, Joe's team, he had a couple. Well, he had one good pickup this week, in my opinion, and one not-so-good pickup. Start at the top, Patrick Mahomes. Can't can't get much better than that. Then he's got DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson, Steph Diggs, Debo Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster, Pat Fryermuth as a tight end, and then the flex, Travis Etienne and Brandon Cooks. Joe, man, your team looks solid. I, it's hard to find a hole here even, but... Um, Let's just say, uh, you know, Juju has been disappointing. That's for sure. I feel like we kind of know what he is. I don't know if you just don't have other options. Yeah, not really. Um, yeah, I might pivot from that, but you don't have many other options. So I'll say the big concern is Antonio Gibson, and he's done well so far. Um, the Lions are a very good offense so far, but my concern is they play Philly this, this week. Uh, very high-powered offense. They may just be playing catch-up the whole time. So how much are they going to be running the ball? Antonio Gibson can definitely catch some passes, but um, they've got a trio of wide receivers in Washington too. So how much pass volume is Antonio Gibson really going to get? I don't know. But um, could be a down week for Gibson. Uh, but, Joe, I'm, I'm looking for problems for you here, and I'm struggling to do so. I would say you're probably safe, but we'll see what the guillotine has in mind. Next up, we got Danko, Dank the Tank. We'll start at the top. Carson Wentz at quarterback. Austin Eckler and Damian Harris at running back. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper, who just scored a touchdown. Good start for Danko. Uh, tight end Kyle Pitts. And then the flex, Allen Robinson and Miles Sanders. Danko made a couple moves this week. I think we got tired of uh, he got tired of us talking shit about his team i uh, wanted to shut us the hell up so uh mission accomplished danko because the team looks much much better um kind of similar to joe i'm struggling to find holes here i'm gonna go a little wild with it i'm gonna go with austin eckler i don't know what justin herbert is what i'm assuming he's gonna play i i'd be shocked if he doesn't play how effective will he be? Will he finish the game? If, I believe, Chase Daniels is the uh, the backup, if he plays, can he distribute the ball? Can he get the ball downfield? Or are they just, you know, stacking the box because, you know, man coverage one-on-one -on -one is shutting Chase Daniel down, and Austin Eckler, therefore, can't do anything either uh, with eight guys in the box. I don't know. Um, or, do, you know, does it work the other way? Do they just lean on Eckler and... Eckler blows up. I don't know, but that's the potential uh, downside there. If Herbert can't finish the game, if he's not effective, we will see. As a Justin Herbert owner, I'm very nervous, and uh, if he can't perform, there are definitely ripple effects. But Danko, the team looks good. Maybe I just jinxed you by finally saying something good about your team. I don't know, but uh, time will tell. On to Jugan's team. This is our last team, I believe. Uh, he's got Matthew Stafford <clears throat> at quarterback, Aaron Jones, and Zeke Elliott at running back, wide receiver, Coop Cup, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, tight end. He's got Darren Waller, and then in the flex, Hunter Renfro and Daryl Henderson. Okay, yeah, this one kind of jumped out at me here. Uh, three players from the Rams offense, um, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, 
and Daryl Henderson. Um, Cooper Cup is as steady as they get. He's got the highest floor in fantasy, probably. The dude is a machine. Um, but what if the Rams offense overall doesn't have a great day? Um, at Stafford and Daryl Henderson, what if they, you know, what if they combine for, for 11? You know, that, that would be a big concern that would put Jugan very far behind after this week one uh, of a two-week execution period. Um, I think that would be kind of the recipe for disaster for him. It's a divisional game. Arizona on paper is a good matchup for an offense, but uh, those divisional games can be tricky. You know, they, the, teams team to, uh, the teams seem to step up in those games. So um, if I was Jugan, can't say I would pivot. I like. I can't say I love his other options there. Um, but, of course, with Daryl Henderson, too, Cam Akers is a thing. He got way more carries uh, than he did in week one last week. Uh, he actually got more carries than Daryl Henderson. So um, are the tides changing? I don't know. Obviously, I'm rooting for it as a Cam Akers owner. But, Jugan, give you something to worry about. All right, my guess for the next victim Um Surprisingly, I'm not saying Danko again. Um, and I'm very much in the running here, especially with Justin Herbert trying to work through this uh, th- this rib injury. Uh, it's probably going to be lingering all season, which is horrible for me. Um, I think I'm going to go, though, with Jimmy because I have questions. Number one being who is starting at quarterback. Number two is Alan Lazard playing. Three, do DJ Moore and Jarvis combine for more than, like, 10 points? Uh, then is Derrick Henry completely washed? Uh, and does David Montgomery lead the backfield? Because I know they've got two other backs that um, have potential and they like. Um, to me, these are all valid questions. And I could see the answer to all these questions being unfavorable unfavorable for Jimmy and his head. So, um that's my guess. Thankfully, Jimmy, if you have a down week, we got a whole other week to correct it. So um, that is my pick as of now. We will see how my emotions change um, at this time next week. But let's see if the surveys agree. Good old survey and enhance. Our first question on this survey, who had the best free agency pickup? Uh, Jugan won this one. Darren Waller for 92 bucks received four votes. Uh, second place was Joe for Debo Samuel. That's the one I voted for. And then uh, we had a number of pickups get one vote each. Singer, James Conner for $101. Danko, Jerry Judy for $81. Singer, Raheem Mostert for... Uh-oh. I got to go back to the app. Survey cut it off. Raheem Mostert for $22. Jimmy Russell Wilson for $17. Joe Gerald Everett for $5. And uh, Jimmy Jared Goff for $5. And then Tommy Justin Fields for $1. All of those received uh, one vote for best pickup. Question two, who had the worst free agency pickup? Uh, Joe Evan McPherson. (laughs) <laughs> the runaway winner, four votes. Uh, there was also a vote for three. A lot of hate for Singer's pickup of James Cook for, no, not James Cook, I'm sorry, James Conner uh, for $101. Um, a lot of concerns about, I believe it's his ankle. He got banged up pretty good last week. 
I think the expectation is he should play, but you never quite know. And the guy has been hampered before by injuries. He's got that history. So, um, yeah, I understand a little bit of the uh, the hate there from everybody else, but um, I think it's going to be just fine. But something to monitor for sure. you got to watch that ankle. Two pickups received two votes. Joe received two votes uh, for uh, worst free agency pickup for Debo Samuel. Uh, that's surprising. I, I'd love to hear why people didn't like it. Um, I guess they probably think he spent too much, but I would disagree. Uh, Danko also received two votes for his Jerry Judy pickup for 81. Maybe that goes back to the injury there as well. I'm not sure. Um, I believe he's got a good chance of playing this week, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. And then other uh, other pickups to receive uh, votes. They each received one vote. Jimmy, his Delvin Cook pickup for $333. And then Jugens uh, for Darren Waller for 92 So, And that one received multiple votes for best pickup, too. So um, it's all about perspective, I guess. Third question, who is the safest from the guillotine's week four execution? Um, Joe and Eric tied for first. They each received five votes, Joe and Eric. Uh, I liked your teams, too, going through them. I really struggled to find something to give you something to sweat about. Um, so, yeah, the, the league agrees. So you guys each received five, five votes, and then three teams received three votes. Tommy, Rick, and Danko. Look at Danko go. Uh, sorry, the cat's attacking me here. Um yeah, all, all three of you guys received one vote. And then question four, who will be the guillotine's week four victim? Again, this is the lowest combined score from weeks three and four. Jimmy did receive the most votes with uh, five, five votes for Jimmy. I think that quarterback situation is probably uh, what has most people concerned. Then in second place, we got three votes for Danko still. <laughs> Danko, I didn't even hate on you this time, man. It's everybody else. Uh, Tommy and Matt each received two, and I received one. Um, how dare you, whoever you are. Then I asked the question of uh, who are you, so I know you didn't vote if we didn't get 12 responses. Um, shout out to Brendan. Um who I'm assuming since he had zero votes, that he voted for me. So um, I don't know what you're doing there, Brennan, but screw you, you're messing with my metrics here. Um, but that is it for Guillotine League today. I will leave you with these parting words, ever important words. league let's get it let's start with our favorite well my favorite pickup it was a pretty quiet week but uh, we only had three week uh three pickups but eric snag of gerald everett for 35 bucks that's the one i really liked this dude has been getting funneled volume uh which is something to certainly chase at the wasteland of a position that tight end is uh, maybe it's only because Keenan Allen's out, but he was getting fed even quite a bit in week one when Keenan Allen was still in the game. Uh, so, Eric, I liked that one a lot. My least favorite pickup, I didn't have one this week. Nothing really bothered me. Again, there were only three pickups. Um, so, everything here, fine with me. Well, let's get to the matchups. We will start with my own. 
We've got Money Laundering, me versus Washington Potatoes. Mark, the 0-2 Washington Potatoes. Um, starting at the quarterback position, I have Josh Allen and Tua Tungaviola, who blew up last week, going against Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Mark's got himself some quarterbacks. I do, too. Ironically enough, my two quarterbacks play against each other this week, um, and both defenses are strong. Um, for that reason, I like Mark's matchups a whole lot better than mine. I give Mark the advantage here. Wide receiver, I have Cortland Sutton, Tyreek Hill, Christian Kirk against Mark. Uh, Mark's trio of CeeDee Lamb, T. Higgins, and Drake London. Um, I'll give myself the edge there. Uh, I, I think um, you know Tyreek against Buffalo, that's a tough matchup. But Christian Kirk, he's an animal. Cortland Sutton, I don't know what Jerry Judy's doing, but... He started getting some decent volume from Russ while Judy was out last week. Maybe it helped build her chemistry a little bit. Uh, C.D. Lamb, he's got CMU's finest. Cooper Rush throwing the ball, he's fine. C.D. going to ball out? I don't think so. T. Higgins against the Jets, though, fine matchup. Drake London uh, at Seattle, fine matchup there as well. I just like I, I like my guys a little bit more. Running back, this is pretty close. Uh, I give myself the slight edge. Cordero Patterson and David Montgomery for me. Really, David Montgomery's matchup against the Houston Texans. That's what makes the difference here. I think David Montgomery's going to feast this week. Uh, Mark's got A.J. Dillon, a guy I like. Unfortunately, he's playing at Tampa Bay this week. Mark also has Tony Pollard, who I think is probably going to catch a lot of balls uh, against the Giants. Um, a lot of dump-off passes, and he can do a lot with them, but... I like my guys just a little bit better uh, than Mark's. Tight end, I have Mark Andrews. He has Kyle Pitts. Really good tight end matchup here. Kyle Pitts just hasn't done a damn thing yet this year, though. I will give myself the edge there. I have Alan Lazard in the flex spot. Mark has Garrett Wilson. I don't know if Lazard is going to play. I think he should, but even if he does, he's at Tampa Bay. Tough matchup, like I've said already so far. Talk about uh, Mark starting uh, A.J. Dillon. So um, I'll give a pretty sizable edge here to to Mark for Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, the rookie. Um, uh, yeah, slight edge there. Kicker and defense, I don't see too much here. Uh, both of our defenses are above average but have below average matchups. My New England defense plays against Baltimore. That's tough. And uh, Mark's play of Green Bay plays against Tampa, which is fine. Not horrible. But um, basically overall, I think Mark's quarterback matchups are kind of the difference here. And I'm projected to win. Mark needs this win badly, though. And I think Mark pulls out a win here. I think he goes one and two, gets his first one of the season. This is my upset of the week. Congrats to you, Mark. Um, I hope I'm wrong, but I kind of see a recipe for disaster for me here. So we will see what the week brings. Next matchup, music didn't play. Got to refresh here. That's an annoying problem. Okay, matchup number two. Brady got back. Matt versus New Loren, same defense. That's Tommy. Come on, music. You're killing me. All right, anyways. So Tom Brady for Matt and Justin Herbert, while Tommy has Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr. Uh, these are kind of some tough quarterbacks to uh, to kind of compare here. Um, Brady 
has not been great. Justin Herbert is hobbled, to say the least, and it's really too bad because he's got a great matchup against the Jaguars. Um, but I don't know what to expect from the guy. He's extremely banged up. Ribs are a problem, and they do not go away. Then on the other side of the ball, Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr. I kind of know what I'm getting from both of them. Derek Carr is safe. He is just fine at quarterback. So I'm going to give Tommy a pretty substantial edge here because I think the ceiling is higher um, for both guys. Uh, I think Tom Tom Brady is kind of limited right now. Uh, we haven't seen it yet. And then Justin Herbert, extremely limited with that injury. So edge there for Tommy. Wide receiver. Matt's got Jamar Chase, Rashad Bateman, Gabriel Davis, Tommy, Juju Smith-Schuster, Michael Thomas, Jahan Dotson. Uh, to me, this is a pretty sizable advantage for Matt. I, I think he gets some points back here. Jamar, Bateman, uh, back to Jamar. I mean, the Bengals just have to have this game. There's no doubt about it. The 0-2 Bengals with Super Bowl aspirations, they have to go to the Meadowlands against a very beatable Jets team and just boat race them. I fully expect that to happen. So I think Jamar has himself a day. Uh, I hear Gabe Davis is 100%. Uh, he says he's 100% confident to play. That is good news for Matt. And Rashad Bateman's been very steady. Um, Tommy's lead guy in the wide receiver room is Michael Thomas, I would say. Juju has been very disappointing. Jahan Dotson has been a very surprising rookie. But Matt's guys, just to me, are better. Running back, Matt has DeAndre Swift, who has just looked like a world beater so far this year. And also Aaron Jones coming off a massive week. While Tommy's got Delvin Cook with uh, a much-needed matchup against our Detroit Lions. Delvin has done a whole lot of nothing so far this year. Uh, this might be just what the doctor ordered, though, for, for Delvin. And then uh, Brees Hall, Tommy has, and he has been fine. He, he scored his first touchdown, I believe last week so um you know maybe Brees hall gets rolling here a little bit against cincinnati um but again i like matt's guys just a little bit better um because delvin scares me i i hope he just has another horrible day this week against the lions that's for sure tight end matt's got dallas goddard uh tommy uh george kittle and I, I don't know if Kittle's going to play. He hasn't yet played this year. Um, so I will give that advantage to uh, Dallas Goddard and Matt. And then Flex, we've got Miles Sanders for Matt and Clyde for Tommy, which I'm going to call a push. That is very close. Uh, you're splitting hairs there. I don't see much to mention for kicker or defense. Um, Tommy wins the quarterback battle. I think Matt wins everything else. So... I will say I'll say Matt wins that one. Matt is my pick. Third matchup, we got Hertz, Donut, Eric versus Big Gallery Energy, Kyle. Hang on. We're trying this music one more time here. Oh, good. We got an ad. Those seem to work just fine. All right. Eric has Matthew Stafford and Jalen Hurts. Kyle, Justin Fields, Jared Goff. Oh, good. Back-to-back -back ads. Good times. Um... To me, this is pretty easy for for Eric with Stafford and Hurts. Um, Goff has been blowing up so far this year. Can he do it again? I sure hope so. I need him to in a couple weeks. But really, Justin Fields is kind of the odd man out here. So um, that is uh, why I will lean in Eric's direction.
Hey, we got some music. Thanks, Kanye. Thanks for showing up, bud. Um, on to the wide receivers. Justin Jefferson for Eric. Tyler Lockett and Tyler Boyd joined him in the Eric's wide receiver room. For Kyle, Steph Diggs, uh, Mike Williams, and Devin Duvernay. Oh, man. Steph Diggs is kind of a difference maker all on his own, but he's canceled out by Justin Jefferson for Eric. I'm going to lean. Wow, these are actually very, very close. This might be a push. I don't know if I can decide here. They both have an absolute superstar, Jefferson versus Diggs. They've got solid number two options with a lot. Uh, you know what? I'm probably going to lean uh, Kyle here because I like uh, the combination of Mike Williams and Devin Duvernay more than I like Tyler Lockett and Tyler Boyd. So very, very slight edge there for Kyle. On to running backs. Eric's got Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. That's a tough one to beat, but Kyle has Leonard Fournette and, and Najee Harris, who already has a touchdown, 11.5 points. Um, I'm still going to go with Eric here. And Leonard Fournette could just absolutely eat this week, and Najee is well on his way to a good day. Uh, but I see, just see Jonathan Taylor, it's kind of game over. And then I see Derrick Henry, too. And I know he hasn't done much so far, but he's due. And it's going to happen, and this could very well be the week. Tennessee has got to get a win this week. So um, I'm going to go edge here for Eric. Tight end, Dawson Knox and Zach Ertz. Uh, I'm going to go with Zach Ertz, Kyle's guy. Dawson Knox has just not been a factor so far. And he plays against the Miami defense, who they're, they're a strong defense. Nobody wants to play them. Uh, so I'll go Ertz in the flex spot. Eric, Gerald Everett, and Kyle DK Metcalf. Uh, I'll put my money where my mouth is. Uh, Gerald Everett was the pickup that I really liked for Eric this week. I think he got him for like five bucks. I think that was a bargain. So I will say Everett over DK Metcalf, which might be a little bit of a hot take. They both have good matchups. Everett against Jacksonville and Metcalf against uh, Atlanta. Um yeah, not bad there, not bad. So, yeah, Kyle wins at a couple positions. Uh, overall, though, I think Eric's team is just stronger, mainly the quarterbacks. This is projected to be very close, though, with Najee's hot start here with his 11.5 points here with two minutes left in the second quarter. Um, Kyle is projected to win by a score of 154.95 to Eric's score of 154.4. So this is shaping up to be a close one. Matchup number four, we've got Premium Assets Singer versus Child Please Brett. This is also projected to be very close. Um, oh, Singer's off to a good start here with Amari Cooper. Uh, the other guys are kind of laying an egg so far, though. Uh, but Singer does have Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Brett, Kyler Murray, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, man, what do I make of this group? Uh, Russell's been very disappointing, as has Rodgers. And then Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray, they're kind of the same. They're like the same but different, you know. They score kind of similar, very different players. I think quarterbacks overall are just somewhat of a push here. So I won't give the edge to anybody. We'll call that, you know, those cancel out. Wide receiver, Singer, A.J. Brown, Brandon Cooks, Amari Cooper, who already has a touchdown and 11.5 points today. Um, while Brett, Amon Ra, St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, and Allen Robinson. Um I think I like that group a little bit more. Amon Ra taking the league by storm right now. Play uh, NFC Player of the Week, I believe, last week. Uh, and then uh, Jalen Waddle too, fresh off that uh, massive, massive game 
last week. Can he do it again against the Buffalo Bills defense? Probably not to that extent. Can he have a good game? We will see. I think he does. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Brett's wide receivers here in a slight advantage. Running back, Eric's got Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has 5.8 so far, again, with uh, you know two and a half minutes left in the second quarter. And then Brett has Javante Williams and Josh Jacobs. Um, Eric's running backs are just insane. It's hard to pick a, a different running back room um, that you like more, more than Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. Um, and did I say Eric? I meant Singer. Um, but, yeah, so I'll take Singer's guys here. And at tight end, Pat Fryermuth for Singer. And Brett has Darren Waller. Fryermuth is currently sitting at zero points at this point in the game. So this is an easy decision for me. I will go with Darren Waller with the advantage here. Uh, and then at the flex, Singer with Zeke Elliott and Brett with Chase Edmonds. Um, I don't expect much out of Chase Edmonds this week. He did almost nothing last week, and now he gets to go uh, and host Buffalo. And I don't expect Miami to be running the ball too much. Uh, they'll probably be chasing a lot of points. So I expect a down week for Chase Edmonds. I will give Zeke here uh, the advantage. So um, very, very, very close matchup here. Um, I think the difference... The difference might be the running backs here, but this is shaping up to be a barn burner. Um, you know what? I'm going with Brett. I think Brett wins this one based on his wide receivers. I think Waddle still produces. I think Allen Robinson has a good divisional game against the Cardinals, and I think Amon Ra just keeps on cooking for the Lions. So I'm going to take Brett by just a toenail. I think it's going to be a close one. Final matchup, we have Internet Money, Cam, and we have Jose Deesbo Nuts. Um, oh, good. Cam did swap out his quarterback. He was starting Trey Lance. Um, Cam, you can just drop Trey Lance. Uh, I see he's on your IR. You can just straight up drop him, bud. It's fine. Uh, he's dead. Uh, Jacoby Brissett off to a hot start, 15.92 before half. That is impressive. Uh, Cam's other quarterback, though, is Davis Mills at Chicago. That's tough to look at. Um and then Jose's side of the ball, Geno Smith uh, versus Atlanta and Baker versus New Orleans. This might be the worst quarterback battle uh, maybe ever in a two-quarterback league. This is hideous. Um, I would probably say it's a push because they're all horrible, but the fact that Jacoby Brissett already has almost 16 points I'm going to give the edge to Cam. So um, since I'm a little smarter now than I would have been an hour ago if I recorded before the game started, um, yeah, I'll pick Cam. I think it's an easy decision at this point. Wide receiver, Cam has Cooper Cup, the one and only. Guns don't kill people. Cooper Cup kills people. Uh, then Devontae Adams, another just lethal weapon at wide receiver. And Terry McLaurin, just a solid number three guy there. Jose, though, Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson, who already has 6.8, and then Julio Jones, who I think is going to play, but that question mark can probably tell you already which way I'm leaning. Um, even if he's fully healthy, I got to go with the guy that's got Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams, and then Terry McLaurin as well. So uh, Cam's wide receivers are very tough to beat, so big advantage there for Cam. Running back, Cam's got Saquon Barkley and Ellen Kamara. 
Jose, though, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey and Austin Eckler. Uh, McCaffrey popped up on the injury report today, but I guess he also joked about it online. Um, so he apparently he's not injured, in his opinion. Um, so I will go with Jose here. This is where Jose spent his money for the draft. Uh, it's about time these guys produce. Jose also needs a win so, so bad. He is 0-2, I believe he is. Um, oh, and that reminds me. This is my game of the week. Both of these teams are 0-2. You simply just cannot go 0-3. So this is my game of the week because the loser of this game will be 0-3, and that is a hell of a hole to dig yourself out of. So game of the week. Right here, uh, let's finish this matchup breakdown. We're down to the tight ends. I gave Jose the edge there at running back. Uh, Cam has Cole Komet, who has, through two games, zero fantasy points. Um, And then I see Travis Kelsey on the other side of the ball. That might be the most lopsided matchup (laughs) that would have covered so far. Travis Kelsey uh, by a country mile. Flex, Cam is James Robinson. Uh, Jose, Marquise Brown. I do love me some James Robinson, but he's playing at the Chargers, a very solid defense. Marquise Brown, um, the Rams are also a good defense, but uh, it's a passing league. So I, I just seem to think I'm, I'm under the impression that the the wide receiver is probably going to have a stronger game than the running back. So I will go edge there to Jose as well. I don't see anything jumping out to me at kicker or defense, but um, – Man, this is a close one. Cam wins at quarterback based on the points he already has. He also wins at wide receiver. And then Jose wins at running back, tight end, and flex. I think it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a fun one to watch. Game of the week. I am, though, going Jose to get his first win of the year. Uh, And then, again, my upset pick for this week was Mark over myself. And I hope to God I'm wrong because I would love to go 3-0. But that is it for the auction league all right on to the keeper league boys all right let's start with free agency there's not too much to go over here i'm gonna toot my own horn real quick though my favorite pickup was not one but two rookie quarterbacks you guys let me get for free uh let's start first with matt corral he's injured i get to a pick him up for free and then two, stash him on my IR for the year and the offseason. We'll see what plays out. Maybe I cut him anyway, but it's free. It cost me nothing. How was I the first guy to grab this guy? Uh, is Baker Mayfield the answer? Doesn't look like it. Panthers are 0-2. Uh, Matt Carroll's going to get a shot eventually, and he's mine. To compound to this, uh, I also got for free Kenny Pickett the only first-round quarterback drafted in this past year's draft. Um, (laughs) I don't know how nobody else beat me to him. Guys, this is a keeper league. I picked him up as a free agent. Do you know how valuable it is to have a franchise quarterback uh, that you pick up as a free agent and get to keep as a round uh, round 22 keeper? And he's going to be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers for the next 10 years? Uh, I can't believe I got him. I can't believe I got him this late into the season, Uh, but I'm excited. I'm currently at halftime of the Steelers and Browns uh, Thursday night football game. 
Mitch Trubisky is a mess. He is doing everything he can just to keep Kenny Pickett at bay, just to keep a job for a little bit longer, but it is just a matter of time. And he's mine. So thanks, guys. I did not have a least favorite pickup. Nothing really bothered me here. It was a fairly quiet uh, free agency weekend, so there's really no one to, uh, to shit on here. So let's go to the matchups. I'll start with mine. And well, 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 my arch nemesis, Chris Barnes. We meet again. This one's personal. As it's been well documented, Chris beat me in the semis last year. Uh, my powerhouse team fell short because of Chris. And now it's time for revenge. Chris, I'm pissed off. I'm going to lay a whooping on you. And I don't need to break this one down. I'm going to let someone else do it a little more eloquently than I can. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring wearing Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine, right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. That's all I have to say, Chris. That's it. I'm coming for you. You're going to get boat raced, and it's going to hurt, and you deserve it. On to matchup number two. We got all about the Jeffersons. Another Barnes brother, Joe, uh, against Eli, Boats and Young Hoes. Look at Joe go. We all talk shit about his team all offseason. Yeah, here he is at 1-1 one one with a good start on Thursday Night Football. Najee Harris currently is 12, projected to finish with 19. And Eli is the team at 0-2 right now. A little bit of a shocker there. Eli needs this win so bad. Let's break it down. So Joe has Derek Carr at quarterback. Eli, Matthew Stafford. This one is close. But Derek Carr for Joe is a lot like Eli. Uh, the Raiders are 0-2. They have to have this game. They're going to Tennessee, but they they have to have it. They can't come home 0-3 or they're done, especially in the division that they're in. I think Derek Carr is going to have a good game. I give Joe the advantage here because Derek Carr, I think, is going to have himself a week. Wide receiver-wise, look at this marquee matchup. We have Justin Jefferson for Joe versus Devontae Adams for Eli. This is a push. <laughs> An interesting wrinkle that we have here is Derek Carr is Joe's quarterback, and he's throwing the ball to Eli's wide receiver and Devontae Adams. So what does that mean? Devontae Adams, for every, every yard and every touchdown that Devontae Adams gets, Joe, Joe will be pissed. Yes, his Derek Carr numbers will go up, but Devontae Adams will score more points with those same amount of yards and touchdowns just because how fantasy football works. Interesting wrinkle. Joe needs a big Darren Waller week, a big Hunter Henry week, maybe some dump-off passes to the running backs. Joe wants anybody but Devontae Adams, and Eli wants exactly the opposite. Interesting wrinkle here. That's a fun one. Uh, the rest of the wide receiver groups, uh, Devontae, uh, well, Devontae, DK Metcalf for Joe, along with Elijah Moore. And Eli has Christian Kirk and Keenan Allen. I don't know if Keenan Allen is going to play. It looks like today he got in another quote-unquote limited practice. 
We'll see. That could go either way. Due to that question mark, and you know what? Even with that question mark, I'm going Eli here for the, the wide receivers overall. Um, don't trust DK Metcalf very much. Uh, also not huge on Elijah Moore right now. I do love me some Elijah Moore, but Garrett Wilson was the guy last week. Uh, until I see otherwise, I'm going to think that the, the rookie is the guy in, uh, in New York. So I'm going to give advantage here, Eli. Moving on to running back, like I mentioned earlier, Najee Harris for Joe already has 12 points. His other guy, though, Chase Edmonds. If you've listened to the other segments, I'm just not seeing it with Chase Edmonds, and especially this week playing against Buffalo. Um, that could just be a very ugly game for Chase Edmonds and maybe the Miami D, uh, offense overall. We will see. But Najee, though, with 12, good start, Joe. Uh, with Chase Edmonds, though, yikes. Other side of the ball, you know, conversation kind of ends here. Eli has Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette. Um, I, I, this is advantage Eli for me for sure. Um, even with Najee already having 12, uh, just the firepower of Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette, advantage there, Eli. Tight end, Joe, TJ Hawkinson, Eli, Dawson Knox, who's done a whole lot of nothing so far this year. Uh, I will go with TJ Hawkinson in this one. He hasn't done much either. But he's kind of due. Um, and, you know, all it takes is for one of these guys to get in the end zone, and they probably win, probably win the tight end matchup. So this one is close. I'll give a slight advantage to TJ Hawkinson and Joe. Then in the flex spots, Curtis Samuel and Sterling Shepard for Joe. And then on Eli's side of the ball, Naheem Hines and Corey Davis. Uh, Joe's Curtis Samuel play is, is sneaky good. I like that one a lot. I think that makes the difference here with these flex spots. I'm going to go with Joe. And then overall, kicker, defense, Joe doesn't currently have a kicker. So um, I guess that would be advantage Eli. But it's Matt Prater, and I have him in a league, and Prater is awful this year. Um, not too much here at defense either. This one looks like it could be a barn burner. Eli needs it. Joe is impressing me for sure. He's off to a hot start. Eli's got to have it. I'm going with Eli. Just by the closest of margins, but Joe, you're doing well. I like what I'm seeing. Eli, though, I think he's got a little bit more firepower uh, with the wide receivers and the running backs. I'm going Eli in a close one. Next matchup, we got Sko versus Death Taxes and Rams defense. Rick, start with quarterbacks, how we always do. Joe Burrow for Sko versus Jalen Hurts for Rick. Um, they're projected to score like almost exactly the exactly the same. The difference is 0.04 more points projected for Jalen Hurts. Um, both have cake matchups. That's a push if I've ever seen one. I, I can't I can't pick just one. Um, wide receiver. Sko has Jalen Waddle, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Rick, C.D. Lamb, Juju Smith-Schuster, Michael Thomas. Um, I think I like the well-roundedness of Sko's core more than. Rick's kind of, I guess, top heaviness. Uh, Juju just really brings this whole group down. What did he get? Two points last week. Yeah, four last week. Oh, he actually got 11 the week before. It's not as bad as I thought. Um, Juju just hasn't wowed me, though. Like I said, Sko's group is just very well rounded, too. So I'm going Sko here. Slight edge. Running back. Sko's got Delvin against the Lions and Cordero Patterson against the Seahawks. Rick, Nick Chubb with already 5.8 points, which isn't great. He got off to a hotter start and then kind of cooled off. Maybe the third quarter is when he's going to start to eat. We'll see. 
Uh, and then um, Joe Mixon uh, as the second running back. Uh, to me, this is Rick all day. Even if Nick Chubb cooled off a little bit, Mixon against the Jets, smash play. Um, I think Delvin is going to eat for Sco this week against the Lions, unfortunately. But Cordell Patterson, uh, just kind of the odd guy out here when you look at these four running backs in this matchup. Tight end, Sco, George Kittle, Rick, Zach Ertz. I think we had this exact matchup in the auction league. I'm going to say the same thing. I'm not even 100% sure that George Kittle is going to play. And if he does, to what extent? So I'm going Ertz. He's been steady so far. They need him. He scored 11 in week one, 15 last week. That is great for a tight end. So advantage there, Rick. Flex spot, Sko has Jeff Wilson Jr. and David Montgomery, who I love this week. Rick, James Robinson, and Clyde edwards Lair. Wow, close matchup here as well. Um, this is a push. I don't think I can decide here, so we'll call that one even. Um, I don't see a whole lot at kicker and defense, so let's run through this. So I gave push at quarterback. I liked Sko's wide receivers more. I liked Rick's running backs more. I liked Rick's tight end more. Flex was a push. Um, this looks like it would be an upset at this point. Uh, and actually... This is my upset of the week. I have that written down. Upset of the week, Rick over Sko. Uh, right now, uh, it is Sko minus 10 for the Vegas odds. So Rick Moneyline probably coming in at like plus 210. I'm hitting it. Let's go. Um, and I should have mentioned the game of the week is me versus Chris Barnes. If you couldn't tell, I'm a little, I'm a little hyped up for that one. So um, got my game of the week and my upset of the week uh, already covered. Matchup number four, the Todd father, Matt versus Easy Breezy, Eric. Lamar Jackson for Matt versus Tom Brady for Eric. Tom Brady is struggling right now. That plastic surgery is going to his head quite literally. Uh, Lamar Jackson all day, every day, twice on Sundays, which is the day they play. So uh, Matt for sure in this one. Wide receiver, Steph Diggs, Drake London, Gabe Davis for Matt, and Eric has Marquise Brown, Terry McLaurin, and Julio Jones. This is another easy advantage for Matt. Uh, running back, CMC, and tre uh, Travis Etienne for Matt. And Eric has Brees Hall and Javante Williams. Um, fairly close here, but um, it, it's hard to just go against Christian McCaffrey. He's been fine so far this year. He popped up on the injury report. 15 points in week one, 16 in week two. It's the it's the quietest uh, 31, 32 points so far in the year uh, in the league because everyone just expects more from CMC. But, um, yeah, advantage there, Matt, as well. So Matt's won every position group so far. The one he does lose is tight end. I will take Eric's, you know, Eric, Eric starts two tight ends. So um, for sake of this argument, I'm going to say Matt has Dallas Goddard and and. Uh, E has Mark Andrews. It's Mark Andrews every all day, every day. And then in the flex, we got Kyle Pitts for Eric and Antonio Gibson uh, along or against Michael Pittman and Garrett Wilson for Matt. Um, I'll give Matt the advantage there. Michael Pittman, I think, is going to be back to full strength. Garrett Wilson had a hell of a week last week. So uh, easy advantage there for Matt. Again, nothing too crazy at kicker and defense. This one's pretty easy for me. Uh, Matt, uh, probably in a runaway in this one. 
Final matchup, we've got White Dak Prescott Singer versus Make My Team Great again, Brendan. Start the quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins for Singer and Josh Allen for Brendan. Uh, that's an easy one. That is Brendan, Josh Allen, advantage there all day. Wide receiver, uh, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, and Tyler Lockett for Singer. Brendan has Debo Samuel, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Amari Cooper, who already has 13.5 points here at halftime. So um, I, I think this one's pretty easy as well. I'm going to take Brendan here with Debo, Amon Ross, and 13 points already by Amari Cooper. Uh, so, so far, that's two for Brendan. Running back, Singer has Aaron Jones and Josh Jacobs, Brendan, Miles Sanders, and Eno Benjamin. Uh, Singer's going to gain some ground back here for sure, I think. Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs, uh, that's a strong group. That's a very strong group. Um, Eno Benjamin might get some increased snaps uh, with um, James Conner being hobbled with that ankle injury. Uh, I don't think it's enough, though. I'm going to give this edge to uh, Singer at running back. Tight end, Brennan has Pat Fryermuth going. He's got zero at halftime. Uh, third quarter is about to kick off here, actually. And then uh, Singer has Tyler Higby. So given that Friar move already has, only has zero, um, that's going to be advantage Singer for sure. Look at me going out on a limb. Flex, Singer just keeps it coming with DeAndre Swift and Alvin Kamara. Wow, what a flex group. And then Brendan has uh, Meikle, Hardman, and Rashad Bateman, which is a fine group. I don't love Meikle, but Bateman is, is excellent. Um, but Swift and Kamara, it's just – it's a disgusting. Those are disgusting flex options. So um, advantage there, Singer. Uh, so I gave Brennan quarterback, wide receiver, and then I gave Singer uh, running back, tight end, and flex. So, yeah, two positions to three. I think Singer is going to squeak out a close one. Sorry, Brennan, I thought you had it there for a second and then kind of pittered out once we got to the running backs. Uh, that is it, though, boys. Uh, just to recap, um, Chris Barnes is going down probably by like 80 points. Um, that is my game of the week, me versus Chris. My upset is Rick over Sco. That is it, boys. All right, time to put a bow on this one. Uh, I know I didn't really bring the heat tonight. I was thinking about taking the week off, but I wanted to get something out there. I had more time tonight than I thought. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I'll bring some more energy next week. I'm a little tired today, but thank you for listening. Thank you for participating in the surveys. And hey, thanks for just being my friend. Can't wait to have more guests on, trust me. Uh, time got very tight this week. I can make it work next week for someone dying to come on next week, though. So let me know. If not, we'll pick it up in two weeks. But uh, time to sign off now. The commish is out. And hey, this worked last week. We'll do it again. <laughs>